Hey everybody, welcome back to Enter the Nerd Zone. This is Jay. And this is Pete. And Pete, how are you doing? Good, welcome back to the Nerd Zone. That is right, and we're coming off a pretty good nerd weekend, I guess you could say. A really big geek weekend with uh, Endgame opening to like... uh, 20 billion dollars just about something like that right (laughs) yeah i mean i think uh i think from what i read this morning i think they're like yeah this movie's easily gonna hit two billion dollars like real soon it's 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 insane oh let me tell you i saw it okay so i saw it three times i'm gonna uh uh oh yeah ahead of time spoiler alert oh yeah (laughs) yeah we're getting that right out of the way spoilers but but like seriously considering that it's almost made two billion dollars i mean who who hasn't seen this film yet (laughs) well that's the thing like i saw it yesterday for the third time and not the third time the third time was by choice but uh and it was still packed it was still hard to get the ticket for it uh yeah. The second time was by accident, but I'll talk about that. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so this third time I saw it, it was still I had I didn't have the best seat in the house. So uh, yeah. yeah. So needless to say, yeah, it's it's gonna make a trillion dollars by the end of this weekend, probably. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, let me ask you. So uh, third time you're seeing it. Uh, you just saw it yesterday. So obviously, I would think about. A vast majority of the people in that audience had seen it at least once. I mean, was was the crowd still reacting really well? Yeah, uh, like, the people I saw with didn't see it yet. So okay, um, there was a few that were like, you know, you know, the first time I saw it, I saw it with uh, with John from Nerd and Me, and um, right, you know, obviously it was Thursday night, so people were like clapping and going crazy and whatever else. Uh, we didn't have as much as that yet as we did in, uh, you know, we didn't have that as much in this, in this theater as we did in the other one, but there was still a little bit of, of reaction, not overreaction like the last time. Mm. Now it's strange. Now the first time I saw, I've seen it twice already. So the first time I saw it was, uh, that opening weekend Saturday, it was the first showing it was like nine thirty in the morning and this audience, I mean, the place was packed. The place was absolutely packed. But it was like, like no reactions. Like, I was like, I, I was like, are they pumping knockout gas into this theater? Like, very, you know, and, and we'll talk about like amazing scenes, but, you know, like some epic scenes came and it was like, it was like we were watching the Masters, like, like polite golf clapping. And and like a little like woohoo, like we we were reacting, and then after a while we were like, oh, okay, we probably sound like maniacs, like we're the only ones screaming here. So like it it, it kind of sucked the energy out of it. Uh, when I saw it a, the second time, I kind of thought, well, you know, this is my second time, and again, this theater's packed, and I'm sure a lot of these people have seen it multiple times. Big difference. Like the audience was into it. You know, they were they were cheering, they were applauding. Um, but yeah, that first showing, it it was so bad sitting next to my wife was like this young couple and my wife, I heard her like during the film four or five times, like, like they they were talking, (laughs) like they were just yammering. And I'm like, okay, this movie, I know this movie came out like Thursday, but come on. I mean, you couldn't have seen it that many times that you're just so blase about it. It was really weird for an opening weekend crowd. Look at you seeing it twice in a week. (laughs) 
Usually well, it's like every two he, weeks later. <laughs> well, you see, the thing is, I, I kind of felt I had to because, like, like I said, I mean, we were we were pumped to see it, and and when big scenes started to hit, and we were getting excited and cheering, but then, like I said, like the three of us kind of felt like, you know, are we bothering people? Like maybe we're cheering too loud. Like it, it really kind of drained the energy out of us. But granted, also, you know, last week went to Chicago and and we drove home that Friday. So we pretty much got in here to Jersey like around midnight and then woke up like eight o'clock in the morning to get ready to go to the theater because we didn't have assigned seats. So yeah, there was a little bit of travel, you know, fatigue. But I mean, once that movie was playing, I forgot all about it. Like I had so much energy, but the audience just like sucked it right out of me. It was, it was. I, I was really confused. I was really confused. I felt like we they overclapped at our first movie. I'll have to be honest. <laughs> but I uh, mean, there's a there's a lot of epic scenes though. But what like for people like you know jumping out of their seats or no? Like, what, what I, there's a lot of you know yelling and screaming, yapping and and uh, you know I was you know clapping and stuff, but I wasn't like you know. Yeah, you act. They, there was a lot of like, I felt like I was at a baseball game or a football mm-hmm. game of some kind or a college football game. A lot of like cheering and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, they can't hear you, but you know, I was expecting like some clapping. You know, okay, so let's start with the first scene um, of the movie, and you see, you see Hawkeye with his family, and everybody started cheering because it was Hawkeye. Um, oh, okay. That's. I mean. That's a little like if they're cheering for the appearance of Hawkeye, like you, you, your audience was really pumped up. <laughs> yeah, so they start cheering for Hawkeye, and then you know you got the whole um, spoiler: his family disappears, and it's like, oh my god, you know, like the whole thing. Like, okay, you didn't expect, you weren't expecting that to happen, you know. But mm-hmm. so you know, that's kind of like how it started. That was like the the build up for it. Oh, All righty, yeah. I mean when. You know, when the film started for us, like I said, except for the couple sitting next to my wife, I mean, it was a pretty quiet theater. I mean, there weren't really a lot of reactions and kind of like the big, I guess, like, like the big kind of surprise scene was, you know, right, right away in the beginning, you know, they go after Thanos and catch up with them and, and kill him right then and there. And like, I would, I, I mean, how did you feel about that, that, you know, 15, 20 minutes into the film, it's like, well, Thanos is dead. I'm like, <laughs> like oh, it's over already? I'm like, this is supposed to be three hours. <laughs> Isn't Cap supposed to be dead by before this is over with? That's, that's kind of my thoughts at that point in time. Yeah, I mean, I was, I, I, I was stunned by it, and I was, like, gasping, and, like, everybody else around me was just, like, you know, they were, like, mm, like, nothing. Like, no reaction. Like, nobody, like, surprised or oh my God, or it's just like, da, 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 we're watching a film. Yeah, I think, well, the first big, before that scene, I think mm-hmm. one of the, the one big thing was the, uh, was when uh, Captain Marvel comes and saves uh, Tony and um, Nebula. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. That's another scene where, like, a lot of the, the girls in the theater were, like, cheering because, you know, Captain Marvel is the, the new, the new Superman. So they Ugh. when they when she came out and they, they were screaming. And listen, I like Captain Marvel. I mean, I don't, okay. uh, I understand that she's going to be at least we think is the next real 
the phase, the phase four leader or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so that was kind of like, okay, you know, here she comes. And at that point in time, I'm, you know, I didn't say it to John, but I looked at John and I'm like, uh, this is going to be a Captain Marvel part two movie. I mean, that, that was my worry going in yeah. was, was, you know, I, I know that, okay, look, some of the big three or some of the original Avengers are, are like their stories are going to end here. And yeah, she's going to kind of start to lead the next phase. But my feeling was, and I think I said it, you know, on an earlier podcast was, you know, for 10 years, you had all these heroes doing all the heavy lifting and all the work. And she's just going to show up and be like, I got this and, and take over. But my, my thing is, and I didn't see, Captain Marvel because I had I hate to say it I had no interest in seeing it and when I heard right away people saying well you don't need to see it to see Endgame I was like all right then I won't I was like how how did she find him like she was just you know trolling around and like oh hey look there's a spaceship let me go get it like <laughs> I, I I just looked at that scene and I was like the kind of first act of this film I'm going to be honest, it really had me worried, you know, because like you said, maybe a half hour in or 20 minutes in, they kill Thanos. And I was kind of like, isn't this supposed to be a three hour movie? Like what what's going to come up? And I wasn't thinking like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens. I was kind of dreading it. Like, what what are they going to do now? I the opening act, like really. And I think also too the fact that the audience was just so flat. I was really like, oh, I don't know how good this film is going to be. I was really worried that first third of the movie. I can see that. I mean, I can understand why. I mean, uh, I like you said, at, once they kill Thanos, I, I was like, okay, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> you know, uh, I thought he was, you know, isn't he supposed to be like, at, at that point in time and at that, at that same point, I'm like, uh, yep, they're time traveling, you know, I, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, you yeah. know, it solved everybody's question. They're time traveling, and that's kind of like when it's all right. Let's go on. Let's have it happen. Um, you know, it was, and you know, as and the second and third part of this movie got better and better, and uh, it was funny as heck, though. I'll tell you that. There was funny stuff, and. And I think that's kind of a trademark of the Marvel films is they kind of have their humor that they interject into their films. And and sometimes I think they do it really well. And sometimes I, I think it kind of falls flat. And, and it's like even with that, it's like early on when the jokes started coming, I was kind of like I, – I was like, I don't know. Is this really – should they really be making jokes or some of them were kind of predictable? Um, so I, let's talk about one of the – funny things i guess like what, what was your impression of of fat thor <laughs> oh I, I i i love that that was hilarious <laughs> you know but i have to tell you honestly uh you know people like they're laughing i you know i actually felt good about myself <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing i actually thought of i'm like wow see i want my wife to see that because then she'd be like oh okay <laughs> even the hot guy gets fat <laughs> Um, <laughs> like when I first saw it, I was kind of like, like I laughed. I thought like, okay, that's funny. Then I was like, okay, I see where they're going. You know, when he cut Thanos's head off, you could tell that, you know, he was feeling, 
he was feeling guilty. He was feeling like he let everybody down. He totally failed. And sure, he's he's probably gonna pretty much do what he's doing, you know, lock himself uh, in his in his house there. But then it's like, oh, okay, you. I was like, okay, I get it. He's wallowing in self pity and and all that. And sure, he's gonna like his his beard and hair is gonna grow out. He's gonna kind of just get out of shape and this and that but then they're making jokes and i'm like okay so are you really upset that you failed to stop thanos or are you just like a lazy schlub like i was like okay i see what they're going for but then they're just like throwing jokes in like when he was um when they came to try to like come on we're gonna we're gonna go back in time and stop thanos you know and he's just like, no, I want to hang out here with my friends and play Xbox and blah. And I was like, okay, so are you like, a, are you like a, like a college kid that doesn't want to go to class, or are you really upset about what happened? Like, I, I wasn't quite sure where they were going with it. It was like, are they doing this just to be funny, or, or is he really like this messed up? I, 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 I think it was this messed up because I, you know. Because you see in the, the scene before, you know, before he becomes fat, and, you know, he's like, uh, when when Tony calls Rabbit the, uh, the, uh, the Teddy Bear, uh, the... Oh, Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy yeah. Ruxpin, yeah, which I thought was hilarious. That was um, uh, You know, he's he's upset because he didn't kill him. He didn't go for the head originally, mm-hmm. right? You know, the whole thing. Yeah. And I, and sometimes, I, I guess... It's a shot at society, I guess you could say. When you know, when we when we're depressed, we eat. I mean, I think I hate to say it like that, but that's that's probably the truth. In, in... Yeah, like I get that, and it's like, uh, but I'm just sort of like, oh, okay, you know, he's kind of shutting himself away from everybody, and he's taking all the blame. But then he's like, just like joking around, like it's like okay you know i use humor as a defense mechanism i i I get it yeah and people do but i thought they were kind of pushing it a little bit too far where i was like okay is he really like this depressed and withdrawn and he's trying to make jokes to cover it up or or they just sort of like wow we got fat door here let's like play this for laughs like i i thought it was like I just thought, and I think again, combined like the first act was really kind of dragging for me. I was when I saw all this, I was like, I don't know if I like the direction this is going in because it just seemed like early on mm-hmm. there were a lot of things like Captain Marvel just finding Tony and you know, funny fat Thor, and then the other thing too is, you know, five years later we see Scott Lang's van sitting in storage, and then a rat walks across the keyboard and he pops out. I was like really you couldn't have done that like a different way i was like things like that i was sort of like what what are they doing it's like i felt like they were taking a lot of shortcuts and i'm like this is a three-hour film you could tell a great story why are we taking these weird shortcuts like i i was really like i said that first third of the movie i was like uh boy i'm really worried here (laughs) but you know i some of the little things that i liked that were in that first part is um all right, you look at Tony. He was on the ship with Nebula, and mm-hmm. that scene where he's talking to uh, Potts, well, mm-hmm. the helmet actually. He looks so like skinny. It looks like he's losing weight, and he's, you know, he hasn't eaten, and those type of things. Those little details were great too. Oh, absolutely. You know, so there, there's a lot of great, great things. A lot of you know, okay, questionable things as well too. So I, I mean, I think that. Yeah, you're right. That first piece was like, okay, where are we going with this movie? 
and okay, I know where you're going with this movie, but where are we going with this movie? <laughs> type of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and like I said, once they kind of got together and started putting their plan together, um, then I started like, okay, okay, I think we're back on track now. And then it was like, you know, the second act, I, I kind of got my confidence back. And then when the third act rolled around with with the you, their plan and and of course their big showdown with Thanos, I was so pumped up and i was like yes yes this is like we're back on track this is a great movie and and like i said when i saw it the second time with a much more you know enthusiastic audience i felt even better i was like yeah this this really was a good film overall so like the audience definitely played a big part in it and yeah they really got it back on track so where do we go from here? <laughs> you want to talk? Do you want to talk characters? We can talk, talk everything, but let me tell you what I don't like about this movie. Go ahead. You know exactly where I'm going at this. I don't like the cracks about Back to the Future. I knew that was coming, and when <laughs> and, and when that started, I was thinking, "Oh, he must have been. He must have been throwing stuff at the screen." <laughs> I was laughing. It was funny, you know. Back, you mean Back to the Future is a bunch of shit. I'm like, no. <laughs> I, I kind of like that where they were they were listing out, you know, they were like, Back to the Future, Back to the Future Part 2, Time Cop, that's yeah, right, Hot yeah. Tub Time Machine. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, and that's funny, I was, you know, the scene where, um, you know, just, uh, we're going to jump around, obviously, when we're doing this, because that's, oh, we yeah. that's how we do things. The scene where um, they're going back now, going looking for the stones, and mm-hmm. Nebula, and uh, and I love Nebula, because I just love Karen uh, Gillum. Uh, yeah, Amy Pond um, and Rhodey are going to the uh, to get the stone on um, Morg. Oh, they were fo- they were following Star Lord to get the. Uh, I think it was the Power Stone. Yeah, yeah. on more. What's it? More, more, more. Whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it's she. He open. She opens up the door and she's like walking. He's like, whoa! You can't just like walk in. <laughs> and I, the first thing I thought of was Alan. I'm like. Alan's probably saying the same thing when he sees this movie. It's like, Temple of Doom, there it is, right there. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, man. Yeah, he's like, you, you can't walk into a place called, like, the Temple of such and such. You know, there's going to be spears coming out of the wall. And I was like, and I just love, she just, like, looks at him like, seriously, man? Yeah. I, th- I thought that scene was, I, I love that scene because... They, they show the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy where we see Star-Lord and he's got the headphones on and he's dancing. But then when they show it from their point of view where they can't hear the music and they kind of hear him humming along, it's like, yeah, he really looks like an idiot. And even, like, Rhodey was like, really? Seriously? This is the guy? <laughs> yeah. That that was one of the best things about this movie, that you you come in – and uh, you've seen this in other movies – where they do these time, like Back to the Future, for instance, mm-hmm. where they come in and you see these the other scenes, the scenes from a movie from a different vantage point. No, oh, yeah. And it's that's probably one of the coolest things about this movie. Uh, you know, the Hulk, that scene, first of all, we'll start with that one, where, you know, Star-Lord's dancing around and, uh, you know, Rhodey's like, He's, so, so you're saying he's an idiot? And she's like, yes. You know, uh, yeah. you know that scene, and then you know the Hulk smash one. You know, when they land in New York, those those scenes are like, that's probably the best part of this movie, I think. Yeah, a lot of the yeah, those were really great. Uh, yeah, when it's like Hulk, it was a uh, Hulk, Captain America, Iron Man, and Ant Man when they're coming because during that battle in New York, they're like, 
you know, there's there's a couple of stones here. Let's get them. And it's great. It's like Captain America is telling Hulk, he's like, well, you kind of got to blend in. And, you know, of course, we've all seen the film. We know at this point, the Hulk, he's kind of merged. He's merged the brains of Bruce Banner with the brute strength of the Hulk. And he's so funny because he's just like, oh, yeah, this is so serious. Like he takes the shirt off and he's like, grr, arg, smash, you know, <laughs> to try to fit in. That was a, when they were doing this whole like hunt for the stones, uh, his meeting with the Sorceress Supreme to get the uh, time stone. That was one of my favorites because first of all, when I saw Tilda Swinton, I was like, wow, they're really going deep here. You know, and we saw that when they're hunting these stones down that they pulled back, you know, actors like Natalie Portman. I did not think Natalie Portman. I thought she was done with all this. Like, I didn't think she was going to be in this film at all. Like, that was great to see, yeah, she, even if it was for a few seconds. She's like, yeah, a million bucks, two seconds, you got me. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, like, I was under the impression after the second Thor, she was like, yeah, I'm done with this. Well, don't and... worry. You'll see her in Star Wars 9, too, and she'll be a, a ghost there, too. Oh God! Uh, let's let's hope not. But anyway, um, I mean th- those 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 scenes were great. Uh, you know, with him talking to the Sorceress Supreme, and she kind of explained, you know, look, it's it's you know, she's kind of doing her like, well, this is really how kind of time travel and, and the stones, like this is really how they work. Like if you, it's more about removing the stones. Like if you remove the stones, then this reality is going to shoot off this way, and and and. You think it's going to be great, but it could really have disasters. And it was it was nice that they were doing that. You well, know, the whole time travel and the Hulk, like, you know, the movie's lying to you. It's not like that. And and her explanation with the stones, like, I, that I really enjoyed. Well, you know, I think the, the other piece of that is that you're seeing other perspectives from that, from that, so the 2012 movie, right, that was, or 14, what was that? That was the first Avengers movie, right? So... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's 2012. Um, yeah. That movie, you're seeing other quote-unquote scenes from, that are going on in New York. Besides those guys fighting, you see these other superheroes fighting these things, uh, these monsters. I thought that was a great thing. And one of the things that I've always thought about, and I have never told anybody this before, I've always yeah. wanted to see movies, a movie made of, of um, a movie of things going on in other in movies that we don't see for instance you know what happened you know you know the scene in uh i'm going way off the trails here but uh nah, go for it uh you know this you know about uh, not back to the future Beverly hills cop right he's dri- sure. he's driving down the uh he's driving he's on that uh, he's on the runaway truck the truck's running away and stuff like that you oh, see the car- okay the car's crashing all over the place i want to see a scene what happens after that like you know What's going on with the people arguing about what happened with their car? You know, you're finally seeing something like that in this movie where there's other things. What's going on in other places, so to speak? And you see this now, right? That's this is what this movie is presented, which I thought was a great thing. I mean, it's amazing. It really shows how, you know, expansive this universe is, because when we're watching well, when we first watched, you know, that first Avengers film. You know, we kind of knew, I think at that time we knew like, oh, they're going to be making a Doctor Strange film. But we weren't thinking like there's other heroes and, and other super powered people in New York. Like, where are they? What? Why aren't they helping out? Right. And that was great to see that because, you know, when he goes to get the Time Stone, she's she's defending uh, the Sanctum Sanctorium. 
there and it's it's like yeah that's right she she would be and and she even though she hadn't recruited dr strange yet she knew about it you know she knew about him and like the, the kind of the role he was going to play and um when they were going after the tesseract and everything and we see like like again robert redford coming in as, as sort of like that deputy director of shield or you know whatever you know like what his role is and we see you know rumlow and and i was like oh my god yeah you know it wasn't like when their films came that's when these guys were created like they've always been around yeah. you know and it was really it was great to see that um i love though that scene where tony and and, and steve were going after the tesseract uh during the battle in new york and you know uh, the elevator scene and and his fight where he like fought himself that that could have been those scenes could have been played a different way and gone the wrong way. I think they did a great job with those scenes. I just like I you know the 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 lines there you know like uh, I could do this all day. Yeah, I know, I know, you know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that is America's ass. Those t- those lines are like you know they're they're so quick, but you like. They made people laugh. Those are the scenes I'm like, all right, that's where we should be laughing at people, you know? <laughs> yeah, and the fact, too, like, when he's when he's on the elevator and he's sort of like, you know, okay, I got the, uh, he, he got the scepter. And he's like, you know, okay, this is going well. And then everybody comes in and I'm like, oh, my God, are we getting elevator battle Winter Soldier Part 2 here? And the way he got out of that was absolutely amazing when he's like no guys i got it and they're like cap i don't know about this and he leans over and just goes hail hydra which was kind of like you know when they rebooted captain america in the comics they were sort of like oh you never knew this he was really a sleeper hydra agent this whole time blah 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 like that was amazing like i was like okay we're probably gonna have like another great fight scene but the way he got out of it without fighting was so cool. It, it was. It was. It was great. When those elevator doors opened the first time we saw it, John and I looked at each other. I'm like, "Uh oh, this is gonna happen." <laughs> I, I thought. The, I thought the exact same thing because it was like everybody was positioned like the exact same way, and he was. And I was like, "Is he? Is he gonna do? Is he gonna say it like before we begin? Does anybody want to get out?" Like, and, and he for him to lean over and go, "Hail Hydra," I was like. Oh my god! Like I wouldn't have thought of that. I it, like ask why he's Captain America. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what we're talking about here, not writing him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, um, we could probably do some better writing on some of this stuff. <laughs> uh, and then you know, with Clinton Natasha uh, going after the Soul Stone, the thing that was crazy with that is, you know, we saw in Infinity War to get the Soul Stone, you have to sacrifice something that you love. Spoiler alert, and, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Okay. Oh, come on, at this point, I mean, people should know. People should know at this point. <clears throat> but like like I was saying, even, you know, and I knew, I'm like, okay, they're going to confront the Red Skull and, and this and that. Really, until they were sort of like, that decision was presented to them and they were like, okay, we have to make, I was like, oh my God, wait a minute, that's right. They, ha- they have to do that. Like, what are they going to do? Like, it. Even though, like, you could see that kind of coming a mile away, uh, not necessarily the person who ended up sacrificing themselves, but, you know, knowing that they had to make that, like, I, I totally, like, I was so caught up in it, I totally forgot about it. And that, I think the the death of Black Widow, 
for me, was the biggest shocker in this whole film. Because oh, I absolutely. Didn't, I did not see that coming. No, I didn't see that coming. And, you know, I didn't even think about it when they were like, like, I'm looking for the stones, whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you know, I, till they got to that scene, I didn't even think about it. Uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. someone's got to die for that, don't they? And, I, you know, I really didn't think it was going to be them. You know, I didn't think it was going to be those two doing that. That's where, I, you know, I didn't. I, honestly, I didn't think that's where anybody was going to die is getting these stones back, to be perfectly honest. Um, yeah, yeah. I thought someone would be on the battlefield dead, you know, or at least a couple people dead in the battlefield. So, yeah, that was the biggest kind of shocker to me, and especially since she's my, she's my, uh, you know, my, my hall pass. Uh, you know, that, <laughs> that's just not right, you know, and so. But I have a, I have a theory about that after, when we're done, when we get to the end of this movie. <laughs> Okay. I, I mean, like I said, I, I didn't see it coming because I was like, well, they're going to be making a Black Widow film. So, of course, she's going to be around for this, it, even though people said, oh, it's probably going to be a prequel. I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. But, you know, they're not going to they're not going to kill her off. Yeah. Um, I really thought it was going to be Hawkeye. I mean, I I mean, once they got to that scene, I'm like, OK, well, they did the scene at the beginning with the family and stuff and love and dovey, whatever it is. I'm like, all right. When they got there, I'm like, right, he's going bye bye. Um, and then when she's like, uh, yeah, you know, the cliffhanger scene, let me go, you know, that whole thing. Then I'm like, well, yeah. where's she going? <laughs> like, uh, no, she can't. Uh, oh yeah, she did. So I'm like, Damn. I know. <laughs> and the thing is, is when that scene began and he, you know, they, they realized like what it would take to get that soul stone. And then he was sort of like his opening reaction was like, well, I guess we're doing this. And he attacked her. I was like, oh my gosh, guy's an asshole. He's just going to toss her over the edge. Mm-hmm. Like no big deal. But then I realized, oh, he's incapacitating her because he's going to leap. Yeah. I mean, th- let me tell you this film. I think Jeremy Renner really knocked it out of the park as, as Hawkeye. Um, you know, he was, didn't do much in the films he was in. He wasn't in infinity war. People were kind of like, you know, eh, he's like the lame Avenger and, you know, he's kind of just muddling through these films. I think this film here, he really turned it around that at the end, you know, I was like, I, I was, I was back on his team, you know? Yeah, I, I agree with you gone. with that. I, I was thinking the same exact thing. I think he finally, um, this is the movie that made him, Hawkeye, and I guess with him being, he's getting his own TV show on um, mm-hmm. the Disney, Disney Plus. Plus, yeah. Plus. So I guess, you know what? He made me say, okay, yeah, I guess I get it. He, he deserves it. Yeah, he, yeah. He, really, he really took the role seriously. He really, you know, I mean, I was. I was kind of like, well, I guess, you know, he's going to want, because it looked like he was going to sacrifice himself. And I was kind of like, okay, that's that's fine. But the fact that it was Natasha that ended up doing it and he survived and he went on, I mean, I think he did a great job with that. I was really, I was like, like, again, I think once they got their plan together and they started to enact it, that's when I really got back into the film where I was sort of like, okay, good. This is, this is going to be the film I was expecting. Um, What did you think of the fact that they kind of blundered the Tesseract and they had to do it again? Again, they had to go to 1970, uh, Steve and Tony, um, and Tony runs into his dad and Steve sees Peggy. What did you think of that? Well, I, I thought, well, you know, I liked that they, you know, they had to, they had to fill another 
20 minutes because they had to make it longer than Gilligan's Island's, uh, you know, three-hour tour. But, um, <laughs> no, I thought that I liked that. Um, yeah, I, I, like I said, every scene after that, that first – after um, Thanos' head came off, mm-hmm. you know, I thought everything was great. But, you know, that, that 70s thing, I thought it was – you know, it was really. I thought. I'm trying to do this. I think yeah. they they got everybody's every character's like you know, big regret taken care of in kind of in this movie, and you know that was Steve's kind of big regret that he never really got to dance with mm-hmm. with uh, Peggy Carter, who is also uh, a hall pass. Um, <laughs> I got a lot of hall passes. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I'm getting that. I'm getting uh, that yeah, question. so yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> So, but, uh, you know, so I, I liked that scene. I liked that, you know, because, you know, you watch, um, what was it? Uh, like in, in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, mm-hmm. you know, you have that scene with, uh, with um, Tony Spark, Stark, where he's, he's showing his dad and the day that his parents die or whatever like that. And he, you never really saw that he like loved his dad or whatever. And then you, this scene in 1970 kind of like brings it all back home. Yeah, and it's it's a great scene because yeah, like you said, in the past, you know, when he had that holographic projector, that was know, homecoming, right? That was homecoming. No, that was uh, Civil War. Was that Civil War? That was Civil oh, War. God, I yeah. can't get my. There's so many dot. Da- darn movies i can't tell anymore <laughs> no, I, I i get you yeah it's um don't take I mean, my it was... don't take my marvel card away from me because i don't know which one's which <laughs> no, okay. no but like really like like i wasn't thinking about it at that time but what you said is absolutely right like this this film was like the end of this big mcu push so you know, in the past, when we watch these films, you know, we always, like, stay to the end. And what's the stinger scene going to be? And what are they going to set up next? They weren't doing that here. They were like, this story arc is done. And for some of these, you know, for a lot of these characters, their story arc is done. So, like, you, you know, you're right. The fact that he got to see his dad and basically tell him, you know, you're a good dad. You know, you're a good dad. And I, and I, and I, I think you did some great stuff, you know. Warren Father of the Year, but I love you, basically. And, you know, seeing these characters kind of wrap up their story arcs, it was really, it was really, it was really good to see. Because it's like, we've, we've been involved in their lives for 10 years, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, Marvel pulled this off for 10 years, and it was great to see that, you know? Um, I think it was, I think it was funny the way they got, uh, Steve had to steal the pin particles, and he, he calls, and again, it's like, I'm like, Oh my God! You know, there's there's a young Hank Pym, there's a young Michael Douglas. Yeah. Like, it, it's it was it was amazing. It was like you know, again, when you're watching these films, you, you know, if you're watching like a Winter Soldier film, you're just focused on the characters there. You're not thinking about the MCU in general. And you know, while the Winter Soldier's going on, it's like, well, what was Doctor Strange doing at that time? Like, you're not thinking about that. But this film really made you sort of say, hey there's an entire universe out there. And even though you're watching these guys in this film, there were other people doing other stuff elsewhere. And it was really great to kind of show you how expansive that universe and how really connected it was. I think 
they did a great job at that. And again, they used this because that's not obviously they used the same technology they did with uh, Leia in the one movie, right? That was mm-hmm. they made Michael Douglas look younger, right? Yes, right? de-aged him. Yeah, they, yeah, they de-aged him. So I, you know, that was it looked pretty flawless. I mean, I thought it was look looked really, you know, pretty good. Um, so like those scenes where they had uh, him and. Uh, they did it with somebody else, didn't they? Do that with somebody else? Look a little bit younger. Uh, yes, they did. Um... And I can't remember who it was, but you know those things. And you're right. You know they, they they're showing how like the because the little things that we didn't know or didn't realize or we see the be, like the little uh, the little ins and outs, like the little the begin in that in uh, Hank's uh, laboratory. You see the uh, the original. Um, Oh, yeah. The Ant-Man helmet. <laughs> yeah, the, the Ant-Man helmet. That cracked me up. That cracked me up. And, and, and that's a great thing they did. I think they did also a lot of fan service. Um, you know, seeing things like that, seeing the original Ant-Man helmet. Um, might as well talk about it now. Go ahead. Throughout this entire series, I think a lot of people, myself included, were waiting for Captain America to say, Avengers Assemble. That when it actually happened in this one, like they were like, you know what, we're not doing that. We're saving, like we're saving it to the end. Did he and say it? He did no. say it, and <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, wait a minute, <laughs> you know he said. Oh yeah, John elbowed me in my ribs when he said it. So trust me, I know. I did the same thing. All right, so that that <laughs> final showdown when the big three, you know, Iron Man, Thor, and, and, and Cap, when they're fighting Thanos, and <clears throat> you know, we see uh, Thor. Thor is down, and Thanos is on top of him. He's gonna pretty much like you know put his own axe through his chest. I started elbowing Diana, and I was like, "Cap's gonna pick up the hammer. Cap's gonna pick up the hammer." And they showed the hammer, and I'm like, "He's gonna pick it up. He's gonna pick it up." And you know, that's when I got so emotional when he finally picked up the hammer. Yeah, he dropped that. Ha- that was the best scene of that movie. Oh, I'm hands like, down. When's the pop hands coming? Down. When is the pop coming? And I want it right now. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that not only did he pick it up, he picked it up and he knew how to use it. And he he's swinging it. He's hitting his shield with it. He's. I was like, I think he's going to win this fight single handedly right now. Like this, and I would have been. I would have been so fine with that. But to to see him fighting with the hammer and and I also and I love Thor's reaction when Thor was like I knew it I knew it because like, I, I was I was the same way I was him for a minute there I was like I knew it I knew he could pick that hammer up well let's go back to Avengers then when uh, that scene where he like you know everybody's trying to take a turn and he, he kind of moves it do you think he really could have picked it up and uh, he was just like you know I make maybe I won't make Thor feel so bad. <laughs> No, I think I think that what that showed, and I was thinking about it, and I read some stuff online, and I, I totally agreed with it. I think he had the potential, but I think at that time he was still holding on to some stuff. Um, I think at that time, you know, he knew he knew that Bucky had killed Tony's parents, and he was keeping it from Tony, and, you know, he explained why, he had his reasons, this and that, but I think he was carrying that around with him. And after he kind of unburdened it, you know, when, during Civil War, when 
you know, the three of them, you know, him, Bucky, and, and Captain, uh, sorry, Iron Man, had that big epic fight at the end of Civil that War. That was a great and, fight, too. That's, and probably, that was a great... that's probably top five in, that whole, in the whole universe. Oh, absolutely. Sorry. And he's like, you know, you knew, you knew. And he's like, yeah, Tony, I knew. And, and, and when he kind of unburdened himself with that, I think that's when he became worthy. Uh, because before that, like when he kind of rocked the hammer, I was sort of like, why wouldn't he be able to pick it up? He's a pretty worthy guy. I think he had some some emotional baggage and some things like that kind of weighing him down a bit. Mm-hmm. And in this one... I think it's like he had kind of cleared his soul of all that. And I think, too, when he when he saw what was happening, you know, Iron Man is down. Thor's about to about to be killed here. I think he was going to pick up that hammer with the thought of I'm going to fight this guy single handedly and it's going to be me or him. You know, he's going to die. I'm going to die. But like he was okay with that. Like he was willing, like he's going to make. And I think Captain America is always going to make that ultimate sacrifice. But I I think at that moment, like it was really kind of shining through him. Like he, I am going to make the ultimate sacrifice. And and that hammer just came right up. That and that scene and the scene where. You know, after pretty much that whole confrontation and everything, and, and Thanos is still getting the upper hand, like hacks his shield to pieces. And w- what I love about that is, is in the trailer we see him tightening his shield, and you're just sort of like, oh, he's ready to to, to get it on. It's amazing. Like he has like not even a third of his shield left, and he's tightening it up like like it's still there. Like he's like, like I was almost ready for him to say like I could do this all day. That's right. Like, and when he kind of you hear the radio static and you hear the falcon which i was just sort of like wait a minute oh that's right hulk snapped them back into existence like i completely forgot i was so caught up in that fight when he's like you know steve it's sam it's sam and he says on your left i i lost it i told, i was like oh my god here comes here comes the thunder and when the sorcerer's portals start opening up I was like, I got tears. I had tears in my eyes. I will be honest. I was so choked up. That was big epic scene number two right there. Yeah. I mean, you see uh, Black Black Panther come through, and I mean, people went nuts. I mean, people were going crazy. And then, uh, you know, as these people are coming through, the, the portals, everybody's, you know, going crazy. And the next big one was Spider-Man, because obviously, you know, Spider-Man and the whole emotional... You know how Tony—that's like Tony's big regret that he mm-hmm. that he let he let uh, Spider-Man, the kid, die. You know, mm-hmm. so well, you know that's kind of the next big scene, right? He's Spider-Man's all over the place, and then Tony gets all messed up, and Spider-Man picks him up, and right, he gives him a big hug. You never expect that from Tony, right? <laughs> You know what? Normally, you wouldn't expect that from Tony Stark, but but when you see Tony's journey throughout this film, I totally expected it. Like when he when when the two of them came face to face, I knew it. I was like, he's gonna have a total to- un un Tony Stark like moment. Like he's gonna break down. He's just gonna be because, like you said, absolutely that 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 was his one big regret. And what I what I liked about this film is. Way back when, first film, Iron Man, I felt like that film, 
that first Iron Man film was that was the true Iron Man. That was the true Tony Stark right there. And then as the series went along and Disney kind of stepped in, it was sort of like, well, we don't see him drinking anymore. And, you know, they kind of they kind of changed him around a bit, I felt. And this film kind of, for me, brought back the real Tony Stark and, and the real Iron Man. And, you know, because because if you jump back when he gets rescued and uh, he gets rescued by Captain Marvel and comes back and he has that huge confrontation with Steve, you know, basically where he's like, I told you so. I told you this would happen and you didn't want to listen and you weren't there and, and screw you. I'm going home. Like, I was like, OK, this this is the real Tony Stark. And five years later, when they come to him, like, we got this plan, Tony, and, and only you could do it. You know, we need your help, time travel and blah, blah, blah. He, he brings up a great point. He's like, he's like, I have a family now. I have a daughter. Like, I don't want to lose all that. And you know what? It, it's, it's, you know, we can't always do this. We can't always hit the reset button. And, but, you know, sometimes we have to say, look, we lost and now we got to move on. But that was always nagging at him is the fact that, spider-man died you know that peter parker died and the fact that he he honestly he, he just could have said i i'm not gonna help them and i'm gonna live my life here i have a great life i had like those scenes with his daughter i was you know as a dad i was getting choked up because yeah. those those scenes were beautiful yeah. those scenes were and she was adorable his Man. daughter morgan oh my god she was adorable <laughs> she was that, those scenes are actually they're adorable and funny at the same time you know oh my god yeah. and i was and i was so i was like oh my god she is totally tony stark's daughter like her her snarky comments like she blackmailed him yeah. like she caught him working on the time travel and you know she's just like you know get me juice pops <laughs> i was like oh you I was like, oh my god, she's totally Tony Stark's daughter right there. She was she was amazing. Now go to bed on the sell your toys. I like to say that to my kids. What's that? Oh yeah. <laughs> like be- and I love it too. She just laughs like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna sell my toys, Daddy. I'm sorry. You love me too much. But uh yeah. So what, what well let me ask you this. What yeah. do you think father daughter sort of scenes? Hawkeye and his daughter, Tony and his daughter, or when Ant-Man comes out five years later and he sees an older Cassie. Like, which which ones, which seems like really got to you? They all were pretty rough, you know, because yeah. I've been, you know, and so have you. I mean, I've been through all those stages, you know. Mm-hmm. I had the baby, the little girl, the middle, and then now the teenage craziness, you know. <laughs> you know, getting ready to go to college, craziness. But, uh, yeah, I mean... The little girl one's always the the, the roughest, you know, because it's like she's innocent, you know, the whole thing. Um, you know, it's they're all they're all they're all hard, you know. And I think that you you saw this this uh, this movement now, uh, the girl power coming into this movie, and I think it started with the girl, the kids, because you know, I and I don't know much about the comics, but I know that like. Hawkeye's daughter and Ant-Man's daughter. I'm not sure about Tony's daughter. They're mm-hmm. all they all become superheroes of some kind, right? And mm-hmm. then yeah. then you have in the big battle scene, the girl power scene where um you know, Captain Marvel basically it's like give me the damn ball Pete and I'm going to take care of this and all the other superhero females come in, which I thought was a great like scene. I I mean, I love how like they all came out and, like we got this. And um, 
you know, I think that was kind of like that scene there was kind of like the beginning of of I think that was kind of the scene saying, all right, this is where the new face is kind of going. Yeah, but I did. I kind of felt that scene was like a little. I thought I thought it was a little. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I think I thought it was a little uh, rushed. Not rushed. Um, I thought it was forced. Kind of forced. forced that's yeah, it. I thought it was forced because you know, in Infinity War, there was um, there was a scene where Scarlet Witch joins the battle and she's fighting, and then. You know, one of Thanos' minions, I forget her name, kind of has her. And she's like, you know, you're going to die alone. And then Black Widow shows up like she's not alone. And Okoye's there. That was totally like, that was on point. That was like, wow, I didn't see that coming. But this one, I was sort of like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I really, because first of all, I was like, why does Captain Marvel need need help? Like, she has just kind of shown that she's probably one of the most powerful heroes in the MCU. All she's going to do is charge herself up and just fly straight across. Like, nothing's going to really touch her. I don't really think she... Like, I felt it was a little forced. But I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great because I was like, oh, this is going to be a kick-ass scene. But I was sort of like, yeah, but it's a bit forced, though. Like, my, it, second, it was, my second day, of, my second time seeing that movie, that was the biggest scene that people cheered for. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like, I, I know the, the two times that I saw it, Cap picking up the hammer, and even though, like, okay, you know what, forget forget that first audience, because they were just dead. The second time I saw it, Cap picking up the hammer was the biggest pop, and Spider-Man was the biggest pop. Like, people were going nuts for Spider-Man. Um, yeah, those those were some of the big scenes. Um, yeah, I got the, I think, the hammer, the assemble, and then when he snaps his finger on Iron Man, that was probably the three biggest Oh, but, that one! That one blew me away when yeah, he says that. That was Iron. that was probably. I mean, I love Captain America. I thought that was the great, the great scene. But that on Iron Man, I wasn't even expecting that. Wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I, I, to be honest, I thought what Tony did was it was going to be Captain America. Yeah, me too. I thought yeah. at some point he's he's going to be the one. He's going to put the gauntlet on. He's going to get the stones. He's going to do the snap and end all this, and and that'll be the end of it, or you know, the end of his story. I did not see that coming, and I thought it was. And I, then I thought about it, and I said, "You know what? He's the one that started it all off." 2008's Iron Man. He's got to be the one that kind of closes closes the book on on this whole saga. Like it made, like I was shocked. I was like, "I'm supposed to be Captain America," but then I was like, N- "You know what? No, it's 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 the right thing to do." It was, it was a great call, and it was like I said, it really. This film kind of got me back liking Hawkeye, and it really got me back liking liking Tony Stark and Iron Man. I was sort of like, this is the Tony Stark and Iron Man that I really, really love. The fact that, yeah, he's a genius and a playboy, and he's got the wisecracks and everything, but he really does have the heart of a hero. And, and in some of those films, I kind of felt they lost that, that they kind of just made him like the snappy one liner guy and the smart guy and this and that Endgame really was like, Hey, Tony Stark, you know, he does have the heart of the hero. That's why when they have his funeral scene and uh, I got really choked up with that when Pepper laid the wreath on the, the lake there. And it had from the first film that his original arc reactor that said proof that Tony Stark has a heart. 
I was like, you're damn right. He's got a heart. He's got the heart of a hero right there. And I was like, I was like, where are the tissues? <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the, the big three and where this is going now. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So we know we're talking, we talked to Iron Man. He pretty much, he puts the thing on the, um, the Thanos, the, uh, the glove and Gets snaps his fingers. Yeah. And then he, we see that he dies, right? We know. Yes. Okay. Spoiler alert. Yes. He's dead. Um, yes. He gets to say goodbye, you know. He, so, all right, he's he's gone. Yes. Okay. Um, but do do you think he's going to be gone from these films going forward? You know, that's a good question. It all depends on how these films are going to be made. Um, it, you know, I don't think if they're doing a Black Widow film and it's a prequel, no, I don't think she'll be in it. He'll be in it because. Mm-hmm. He doesn't meet her until what the second movie, right? Uh, or is it the first movie? Iron Man, Iron Man Two. Yeah, yeah he doesn't meet her until Iron Man. So two. I don't yep. think she'll be there. That's I'm going to go with that in a minute. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I'm not sure yet. Now I think Thor's easiest. I, from what I'm reading, Thor's going to be in the next phase. I think he's got one more movie. I think it's going to be the Guardians Three movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah, I think he'll be in, and I think the Guardians three movies pretty much they they pretty much said here's Guardians three movie. Oh yeah, we're gonna go find Gamora. Okay, that's kind of what the Guardians three movie is gonna be. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, um, you know, and that last scene with them in the ship was funny as heck. It was. It was. That was. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the Marvel humor that I appreciate, like all those exchanges, and I don't know if James Gunn was involved because with the whole thing with the he was doing the Last Guardians, and then Disney kind of exiled him, then they brought him back, but it really had a James Gunn feel to it, like the humor and everything. Um, it was perfect. It was perfect, and and you're right. Like that was your here's your setup for Guardians three, and. Yeah, he's 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 going to be sticking around. But going back to Tony, I totally can see Tony, you know, Robert Downey Jr. making cameos with, you know, he made that recording for his family and especially for Morgan, you know, like in case something happens to me, here's a recording. I'm sure he's made tons of recordings and in other films, it's going to like, it's going to be sort of like... Uh, like those holograms are going to pop up and he's going to have like some wisdom, like Pearl of Wisdom or something like that. He'll be uh, one of Spider-Man I, probably. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, you know, Spider-Man might be in trouble and then something in his suit will activate. And it'll be like a recording from Tony. Oh, I, I totally see that happening. Uh, um, so go back yeah. to go back to Thor really fast. I think mm-hmm. that, um, you know, that, I think Guardians is where the com- – you could see that Thor fits perfectly into that like group because he is the – the first movie of Thor, he wasn't as funny as the second two. Um, mm-hmm. I think he fits perfectly into that group, and um, you know, I think that's where he'll, you know, he'll. That's where we'll see Thor go away. Not like you know, maybe not die, but he'll go away. Um, like his story, like his story will kind of wrap up. His story will wrap like, up, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Okay. And then Guardians, whatever it may be. Um, now, Cap, we haven't really talked a lot about. Um, you know, so at the end of this movie, he's, you know, he. They get they end it they you know they end up uh, taking out Thanos. Uh, Tony slaps his fingers, yay! Um, and you know uh, and I want to talk about the Hulk before we finish this whole thing up too. Uh, sure. 
you know, Cap goes, all right, I'm going to go back and return all this stuff. And, you know, I think this is, and this is where I want to, I, I got to get your opinion. So, sure. Uh, Cap's like, all right, I'm going to go back and bring all the stones back to where they are. And so there's that scene where he says, you know, Sam, Sam's like, right, I'll go with you. He's like, nah, it's all right. I'll do it by myself. And he's saying goodbye to Bucky. Yes. And Bucky's like, you know, you know, don't be, you know, you taking all the stupid with you. At yeah. that point, now we know what happens, but at this point we don't. Do you think what ha- what we know what, go- what happens at the end? Do you think Bucky knows what's going on? I was thinking like about after I saw it the second time, I thought he did. But again, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know what? At that point, you know, afterwards, I I do think he he did know because the second because. Jumping back to when Hulk had that conversation with the Sorceress Supreme, and she basically said, you know, you can't remove the stones from their timeline and this and that. And he said, you know, he he said, well, Doctor Strange gave the time stone away willingly, and that changed her mind. And he said, look, I promise you, you know, we're going to collect all the stones, we're going to end all this, and I promise you we will deliver them back at the exact same moment. So we knew that was coming. And the second that I saw that it was Captain America doing it, I was like, he's not coming back. He's going to stop, you know, in the 40s or wherever, and he's going to have that life with, like, I knew that was coming. After seeing the film and and thinking about it for a while, when he and and Bucky had that exchange, I was like, just like you said, I, I didn't see it in the film, but thinking about it later, I was like, I think so, because especially... When they can't, like, they're like, he's not coming back. And Sam's like, get him back, get him back. And then Bucky is the one that notices the older Captain America. And he tells Sam, he's like, you know, you go ahead, you go talk to him. I Like, in the theater, I was like, that's kind of weird. Like, why wouldn't he go over to, like, that's his best friend in the world. Like, the two of them should go over. But the way he said it, and the second time when I saw it, like, the look in his eye, I was like, he knows mm-hmm. like he knew he knew this was happening or you know deep down like he had such a gut feeling that when he turned around and saw him sitting there he knew he knew he's like this you know steve is his best friend it's almost like he 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 almost like he knows steve better than steve knows himself so i i think he either had a very strong gut feeling or or something happened in the timeline that he knew so yeah, that's that's kind of what I thought. Yeah, because the second time seeing this, I'm like, that conversation made more sense to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he knows that something's going on. So my my next thing was, why isn't Bucky supposed to be the next Captain America? Or does Falcon become the next Captain America? You know, in the comics, it, it goes either way. You know, there's times that it's been Bucky. Currently, it is Sam. I think that, you know, if you look at, if you look at the way they've done these films and you look at, at, at Bucky's character, I think when he I think when he was talking with Steve, I think in his heart he was like, I don't think Steve's coming back. You know, like he, he wasn't gonna say anything. And when they had that reverse, you know, I'm taking you know, you're taking all the stupid with you thing, like that was his way of saying goodbye, because he knew he's not coming back. And then when he turned around and he saw him sitting there he knew like he's coming back and he's, he's going to pass the shield on. And I think Bucky's feeling is like, as the winter soldier, I've done a lot of bad things. And yes, I was mind controlled and this and that. 
this guy next to me right here, Sam, he's that's and I think that's why he said you go talk to him because he knew he's going to pass the shield along and he's like out of the two of us you deserve it falcon like you go talk to him so yeah the comics it's kind of like it could be either one of them but i think the way the his story played out in the films i think even bucky like bucky was feeling like i don't deserve to be captain america you know you do so you go get that shield okay yeah i mean i figured and you know so do you like the way they they I guess Chris Evans, obviously, maybe he wants to, when they do Fantastic Four again, wants to come back as uh, Firestorm, but uh, oh, Johnny, no, Storm, sorry, <laughs> Johnny Storm, sorry, Johnny Storm, Firestorm. He wants to be Firestorm. <laughs> if he wants to go that way, that's out the head count. Um, but you know, do you think that you know? It would, do you like the way they ended him? Like that, they well, at least they didn't kill him. I guess you could say he didn't die. You know, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. He. I always kind of felt like, you know, he was going to be the one to make the big sacrifice. And I kind of felt like he was going to do what Tony did. You know, he's going to get the stones. He's going to do that snap or he's going to make a big sacrifice. And I thought like his end scene was going to be him dancing with Peggy or meeting Peggy like in the afterlife. It's like, well, we got it, but he didn't have to die to do it. So I thought it was a great way to wrap up his story. Like um, and they kind of keep it open because you know, you never know, like he could come back as that older Steve Rogers as like an advisor or yeah. something like that. Or in the origin, you know, Black Widow's origin film, you know, he might in the background might pop up or something. Or if time travel ever comes up again, you know, he, he could always he could jump in there as as really any version, a young version of himself, an older version of himself. So it's it's pretty open there, I think, for him. I have to tell you, I'm I'm disappointed and happy at the same time. I'm like, damn, he's not dead. Damn, he can still be alive. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was like, uh, well, you know, I love Captain America is my favorite character. So I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm kind of disappointed in the fact that I don't want somebody else to do it. But I am happy that someone else will be doing it, I guess, you know. Yeah, I, I like I said, I think for for Tony and for and for Cap, I think this was a great wrap up to their stories and you know it's like there's not going to be any more chris evans captain america films or, or tony stark or, or i should say robert downey jr iron man films can they sneak them in through cameos and 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 you know more time travel or prequels or things sure they can make those little appearances but it's like Endgame kind of closed you know the chapter on them and and i think they they both went like they kind of exited the MCU in a great way. I was I was really satisfied with it. I, I really was. Good. All right. So here's a couple of real quick things before we end, uh, end this quality show of ours. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, Captain America goes back, returns all the stones. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is Natasha still alive? Does she come back? You know what? It's it's that thing. Is it open to the possibility for her to come back? It would be weird. It would really kind of be weird that they did that because my impression was that the the way she died and the way when in Infinity War, when Thanos got the Soul Stone and he sacrificed Gamora like that, it's like, okay, now, you know, with this film, it was like 2014 Gamora is on the scene and now she's running around. But it's sort of like that original Gamora that we saw in the film. She's gone. 
And I don't think she's going to make a comeback. And I don't think it's going to happen with Natasha. And, you know, again, she's going to get a prequel film. That's great. But, you know, I kind of feel like if in future films, if they do something to like, well, we figured out this, you know, super time travel thing and we could bring her back and we could bring Tony back. I'm going to be like, you know, no, because they they made the two of them made huge sacrifices. And if you do some, you know, quirky time travel or I discovered, a, you know, a, a, a loophole, almost sort of a thing, it's sort of like you kind of cheapen what they did. And it's like, well, there's real no stakes in these films now because, yeah, I could die and make an ultimate sacrifice. But next week, you guys are going to bring me back with magic or something. It's like they're they're gone. They're well, gone. Well, one, it happens on soap operas. And two, Marty McFly can make it happen. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I think Hulk I think Hulk smashed that theory. <laughs> See, this is the first episode where actually Back to the Future can come into play when we're not talking about it. It totally the can. Yeah. It <laughs> um, totally can. <laughs> all right. The second thing is um, the Tony funeral scene. You see all the people there. The kid that's by himself, that's the kid from the third movie, right? It is, and I had to look that up because at first, because like that was my impression is like when they were going back, I was like, oh my god, you know, there's like there's Ant Man and his crew, uh, you know, and there's this and that, and then I'm like, who's this punk, you know? And it was it was quick, and then afterwards, like we were talking, and Diana was like, I think that was supposed to be Maria Hill, but she kind of looks like a boy, and I was like, no, nah, I don't think so. No, that Maria Hill like was a, in that scene. She was in that scene, yeah. yeah, towards the end, you know, and and. I was like, no, I don't think so. I think that was some punk. And I had to look it up. And I was like, he's definitely going to come into play, I think. Yeah, you know, somehow. Like, will he be the next Iron Man or, or, or oh, something similar? The next Iron Man, yeah. Um, okay. Why else would you put him in there? Exactly. Like, why else would you put him in there? Exactly. Yeah. He kind of looks like the kid that played um, that plays uh, Quicksilver in the uh, the Dark the dark, Fe- in the- dark Phoenix and all that. Yeah, yeah. he does kind of. Yeah, um, he does. All right, so that's two. Third one is uh nebula is she still alive she dead she killed herself i mean you know i mean that was my thing is when you know current nebula shot 2014 nebula i was like oh is she gonna like disintegrate now because she killed her At, at that point i was like you know what they got this complex time travel infinity stone theory. I'm just going to go with it. So she's still alive. So she basically is kind of like everything else we, we let happen. So we'll just like, okay, just get the one thing. And eh, we'll be all right with that. Basically. I was sort of like, cause I thought like, Oh wow. She sacrificed it. Like she shot her past self knowing that she could disintegrate or something like that but she's saving the day but then she didn't and i was sort of like wait a minute then i was like you know what whatever i'm going with it because <laughs> we were in the middle of that epic battle scene so i was just like i just want to see more action all right come on <laughs> i really want to see hulk fight himself i mean we got to see captain america fight himself hulk fight himself would have been cool um it just uh, you know what do you think about hulk being hulk and the way he was and talk you know he's like you know like he was in the I, diner and he was, you know, dabbing and everything. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> no, I, I, I liked it because, you know, like pretty much when he explained what happened, you know, after after losing it and everything and kind of looking at the Hulk as a curse and this and that, like he made peace with it. Like this is really who like 
that version that we saw, the big giant green, you know, Hulk, but Bruce Banner's mind, he's sort of like, this is really the way it was supposed to be. And he finally made peace with that. I was, I was, I thought that was great. I, okay. I, I did like it. I did like it a lot. I did. I mean, I got used to it in the third time I saw the movie. Um, all right. And then the last piece, someone put it on our, um, our chat yesterday. Uh, the next phase where we see the guy in the scene with Peter going back to school, the dude from Captain Marvel, the uh, the Krell. Oh, he was like a scroll. Yeah, and... scroll guy. Yeah. Um, do you think that's a, a come to fruition type of thing? Well, the thing is, uh, you know, because I, I, I looked at that article and they said that it's a fan theory and it's, you know, somebody in the theater was filming it or took a picture or whatever. So it's really grainy and it's hard to tell. And it's like it kind of looks like that guy. I don't know. But I, I think what they did set up is we definitely know what the next Guardians film is going to be. It's going to involve Thor. The other thing I think they did, and even though I was not a fan of Captain Marvel, they totally set her up as the next head of the Avengers because – when she confronts Thanos uh, in that final battle, it's pretty much she mimics when Captain America fought him in Infinity War. Like she grabs the gauntlet and prevents him from closing his hands. And then he, you know, it, it's like it was almost like frame for frame the exact same thing, except, you know, he headbutts her and she doesn't go down and she sort of like looks at him. And then at Tony's funeral, when they're panning back and they're showing the groups and everything, she's in the back, like on top of the stairs, kind of like a step or two above all of them. Mm -hmm. And I was sort of like, oh, yeah, she's totally leading the Avengers going forward. Like, I don't know how happy I am about that, because just seeing her in this film, I was like, I, I... I don't know. Like, well, you I never saw the Marvel movie, right? I never saw the Marvel movie. I wasn't because even way back when, when they were like, "Well, here's the next batch of films coming out. We got Doctor Strange, and we got this, and we got have Captain Marvel." I was like, "Captain Marvel? Like, why? Like, she's not a popular. It's weird. It's like, you know, Diana reads a lot of comics and." You know, she's popping up everywhere. And I asked Diana about it. And Diana's like, she's really not a great character. She's kind of boring. And it's but but when you look at like the comics and you you know, you look at the Marvel section, it's like they're they're tr it's almost like they're trying to cram her down our throats. Like, here's Captain Marvel, like she's our great female superhero, you know, you must love her. Wait. And I'm just She's kinda of like Superman. Like she She's filmed, say like this, she's filmed like the DC Superman. She's kind of like, boring is probably the right word. Like she's, you know, the Henry Cavell Superman mm -hmm. is boring. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. she's, yeah. I mean, she's got her smirks and she's a little funny, but like, she's boring. Uh, I thought she, she was a jerk. And she destroys everything, you know. And yeah, she's a little, uh, you know, she's. A little jerky now, you know, because she's in the first in the Captain Marvel movie. Mm -hmm. um, you know, she kind of gets her powers, and she learns about, once she learns about her powers, she's like, "All right, I'm in, I'm invincible. Let me do everything I can." You see this in in this movie, like, "Hey, you guys stay here. I'm gonna go get Thanos, and then uh, I'll come back and fix Tony." Right? You know, that's kind of what happens. Yeah. And I I have that feeling that's gonna be coming in the next the next movie, you know, it's going to be like that same thing. I don't think she's learned anything, you know? 
Well, I, I think the problem with with the characters is what I see is I, I think they look at DC and they have DC has Wonder Woman, who's like their big strong female representative, and Marvel is kind of like, well, we need that too. We well, need she's that got girl personality. Too. Wonder Woman's got personality though. She does. She has personality. She has character. She has depth to her. Captain Marvel is like, I'm really super powered. And it's like, okay, what else? What else about you? Well, that's it. I'm really super powered. And it's like, well, that's not a positive female character. Yeah. Like, you're just generic and bland. And like I said, in her interactions, like, even when they show, like, the five years later and we see Natasha there, like, still trying to run the Avengers, and they're all up on those holographic screens. And it's like, even when she's like, okay, you've known these people now for five years. You've been working with them. You're a jerk. Like, you're such a – like, I was like, she's such a jerk. I'm like, I don't know going forward if I want to see films with her in it because I'm like, I really don't like this character. And it's like – and it's not like, well, it's a strong woman and we can't have that and I'm totally – no, have strong female characters. I love it. I think it's great. It's just not her. It's like she's a superpower jerk. Right. <laughs> it's like I just I, – I, I would not be thrilled to see – her in more films. <laughs> All right, so what? One more question. <clears throat> sure. The, the five, the five main characters: Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Black Widow, and um, and the Hulk. Right? Is that the the five main ones? And then Hawkeye is the six because he's Hawkeye, he's yeah. one of the originals. Yeah. Those five. You think they did them right in all these movies? You think overall, I, ultimately, they've done a good job with their arcs? I totally think so. Yeah. Uh, like I said, from from cap with you know you look at captain america i think he's been the most consistent all the way through like when his first film when the first avenger came out i was sort of like well i'm gonna see it because i know avengers will be the next film so like i wasn't that thrilled to see it but when i left the theater i mean i was like chris evans is captain america and captain america is now my favorite character like I've bu- I bought into Captain America right away, and I've loved him throughout this series. And, you know, having him pick up the hammer, having him as the head of that massive Avengers, you know, Avengers Assemble, where it's like every every one of them now is an Avenger. Like, it's it's perfect. It was absolutely perfect. Iron Man, I felt like that first film was was the essence of Iron Man and I felt they kind of lost it throughout the series a bit. And this last film, like they wrapped it up perfectly. I was like, there's the Iron Man and Tony Stark. I love Hawkeye. Like I said, this film, I was like, Oh, now I see why Hawkeye is important and why Jeremy Renner plays him. Um, the Hulk. I mean, you know, don't forget that started with, um, yeah, that was Ed hard. Norton. Yeah. yeah, Ed Norton. And it wasn't a great film. And he really wasn't like, I didn't think he was a great Bruce Banner or like he was a jerk. He was a bit of a jerk. Yeah. I, I really didn't like it. And then they were like, well, it's going to be Mark Ruffalo. And I was kind of like, he's a rom-com guy. Like he's going to be the Hulk. Totally is. He totally is Bruce Banner. Uh, it was a great story because you know, the whole thing was like that, that thing at the end when, um, when uh, Steve was going to go back and I'm going to go return the stones. And before he leaves, the Hulk says to him, he's like, I tried, like I tried to bring her back. Like when he did his snap, Mm -hmm. 
he's like, I couldn't do it. Like that's his big regret is that he lost Natasha. Like he could have had something with her. We saw it through the films, you know, he was scared because of the Hulk living inside of him. He was afraid about the Hulk living inside of her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, family show. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Yeah. yeah. But I I mean, it was, it, it was, it was, it was, it was a great story. And, you know, thinking about it, like, Black Widow, total surprise, did not think that was going to happen. But if you think about it, throughout this whole series, she's been going around like before she joined S.H.I.E.L.D., she was a horrible, horrible person. And she felt she had to always make up for it. Like the first Avengers film, like she had to get Hawkeye back because she owed him one. You know, he saved her. Now she has to save him. And I felt that she throughout this entire series everything she did is like, I have to pay off this huge debt I have, like for all the horrible stuff I did as a Russian spy that her ending now, like thinking about it, it makes total sense. She's sort of like, I can make this last sacrifice. And you know, my ledger is clear now. Like she, she, it's it's a great arc. It's like, I didn't see it coming. And I think it was great. Like it it is funny. All these characters are jerks except for captain America. And then they all become, like really cool dudes and do a dance, and he's and he's the one cool guy. All he is throughout the one cool guy throughout. Oh, so yeah. all right, so overall, Endgame is a blank, a very good ending to this series. I, I don't think it's you know if you said hey let's look at all twenty two films, what's your number one film? It's not going to be Endgame. I think Infinity War was a better film than it. Um, but I would think I would definitely put this in my top 10. I mean, I know like the other day uh, when the Nerd and Me guys were getting ready to do theirs uh, on Instagram, Alan was kind of asking like for feedback and stuff. And he, you know, I messaged him and he said, hey, rate this for me on a scale of one to 10. And I gave it a seven. I, I think after seeing it a second time and thinking about it a little bit, I would probably bump it up to like maybe an eight. It's like a really, really good film. The first half kind of killed it for me. I think the fact that the first time I saw it was just such a lame audience. Like when when the film ended, half the audience got up and walked out, like didn't even stay for the credits. And I was like, okay, like I guess they all saw it before and whatever's going to happen really isn't interesting. Like literally like the last scene happens, the credits start to roll and half the theater just got up and walked out. And I was like, Okay, whatever. Um, did you see the end? Did you listen to the end thing? Stood all the way to the end. All right. So, what did you think about that? By the way, at first, I, I like I kind of heard the hammering, and for a second, I thought, "Are they doing construction in this theater?" <laughs> because it happened, and then they turned the lights on in the theater, and everybody was like, "Wait, what? What, what happened? What did we miss?" And then Diana was like, she leaned over, and she was like. It, it was it was Tony Stark making his first Iron Man suit in the cave, like it was the sound effect, and I was like, oh, yeah, I think okay. it, I think it was tying it was bringing everything to a full circle. That Absolutely. was my thought. Uh, Absolutely. Some other people were like, oh yeah, well that's he's coming back. I'm like, I don't think so. I think that's a, I don't think so. I think it's a full circle quote air quotes. You can't see him. Uh, like yeah, because that's kind of like the first scene in the first movie, right? Isn't he like you hear the pounding in the first movie? Something like I mean, that. yeah, I mean, when he's in that cave and it's like he's going to escape and he's building that Iron Man suit, you know, that's what you hear, like yeah. the, the the hammer and anvil and all that. 
and it was a great way. It was sort of like, yeah, like like you said, I know some people I've seen it online of like, no, no, he's coming back or it's you know, it's that kid. He's building he's building his Iron Man suit. And I'm like, no, it's sort of like uh wrapping it up and sort of like, you know, like like a thank you. Like a thank you to him and Robert Downey Jr. Because again, if that film you know, if it didn't start this off really well if that film kind of fell flat on its face we we wouldn't be talking about endgame now you know you know it's it really it was a big thank you to him and um talking about kind of wrapping stuff up i mean we all knew this was going to be stanley's last cameo what did you think of his cameo (laughs) you know it took me it took me a second oh my god that is him (laughs) the second the second time i saw him oh yeah that like the voice but then like you know drove by i'm like you know i thought that was it was good, but I'm like, you know, I really thought they could have, um, like, made it, I don't know, maybe somehow or another made it um, a little bit more, a little bit less obvious. I mean, a little more obvious that it was him. I, I felt that they knew this was going to be his final one. Right. And I'm sure when they filmed it, they didn't know that he was going to, shortly thereafter, he was going to pass away, but... They had it. I mean, the guy was well into his 90s. I, I felt they could have done it a little bit better, like a, a little more of a, a tribute to him, I, th- I think, you know, like as his spot. Like you said, too, I, I almost was kind of like, wait a minute, was that him? And then I was like, oh, and I was like, that's it? Like, that's why at the end when and, and I don't know, I just had it in my mind when Captain America came back and, you know, Bucky sees him. And I was like, oh, my God, are they going to have it like Stan Lee going to play like an old Captain America? But I'm like, nah, they're not going to do that. Like for a second, I thought maybe this is his final cameo. But I'm like, nah, they're, they're going to hand it off to a professional actor. Yeah, I never it. thought about that. I, they, when you tell me that, that is a possibility. That could have been a possibility. And I wouldn't have been a, you know opposed to that. Yeah. I think, like, in my heart, but then I, I realize now yeah, it would have been silly. It, yeah. it really would have been silly, and it's it, it's better that they not de- – they uh, hyper-aged uh, uh, Chris Evans there. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it had to be him, but I just I, – I, I kind of felt a little cheated with it. I was yeah, like, I think they could have done something a little bit better, but you know what? Whatever. But for you, overall, uh, Avengers Endgame is – Is a a A-. minus. Um, okay. I thought it okay. was probably my sixth favorite um, Marvel movie. Okay. And I, I'm very okay. specific with that. How about that? Um, I still yeah, love, you, you are. Yeah. I still love all the <laughs> Captain America movies first. Um, I like the, the two Avenger movies before that. Um, mm-hmm. And then I like this one. Um, I do like how they did tie everything together. Um, I I don't like that they kill Natasha. I'm not very happy about that one. But um, <laughs> but needless to say, and it dropped it dropped one because of the Back to the Future references and how bad and how have they uh, gave it like they it was on the ground and then they kicked it a couple times. So uh, uh, yeah, so that that brings it down from five to six people. I'm sorry. Um, don't don't mess with Back to don't the mess Future. Don't mess with Back to the Future. No, but I you know it, I. It, it's kind of tied between Age of Ultron and and Endgame. They're kind of like one one and one A. Um, okay. But I I do like uh, the other the last one better. The um, 
hello, it's for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that's that's a sign saying we need to get this going here. Um, yeah, so ultimately, yes. Uh, it, I thought it was a great movie. wasn't the best of the group. One last question for you, Jay. Sure. Is Ray uh, a clone of Skywalker or not is the next question. <laughs> You know, and here's the thing. It's it's funny. Is after is is after after Endgame. Um, you know, Diana and I were kind of talking about it, and I was kind of telling her, and she kind of felt the same way. It's like we've been through ten years, twenty two films with the with with the MCU. I'm kind of happy to t- like. I I feel like a bit kind of fatigued, and I think the last time when we compared Marvel and DC, like you know, we were kind of saying like. In our day, like you were lucky if you got a superhero film a year, you know, like they were few and far between where now it's like if we don't get three in a year, like, like, come on, DC and Marvel, what's going on? Yeah, like it's being I'm actually kind of happy to like I'm going to see Spider-Man. I'm not totally like, woohoo, Spider-Man. Whoa, this is so awesome. I'm like, yeah, it looks good. I'm going to see it. Uh-huh. I, I kind of feel like i want to see some other stuff you know i want to see like i'll take a break a little bit john wick um what's that john wick john wick yeah i mean <laughs> I, you know I, i'm not ashamed to say this i want to see detective pikachu i, I, I like, I like, Reynolds. like a lot of fun it does yeah and it, it's like i want this to see is that. the this is the end of the i mean this do you think and it's just a whole nother podcast and i know we got to get going here but you know, no, no, keep going, keep with, going. With the end of Star with Star Wars ending, and you know, with DC kind of like with Marvel kind of wrapping it up, so to speak, for this mm-hmm. this last ten years, is it kind of like a end of an era for like the for nerdum, for the geekdom? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I think there's going to be other stuff coming out. You know, like um, you know, look, Detective Pikachu. I mean, that's kind of a geeky thing. Men in Black International's coming out. I, I want to see that. You know, because it's going to be. You know, Thor and Valkyrie are going to be reunited. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think there's always going to be geeky stuff coming out. I, ju- I just think that, you know, I'm really glad that this whole Infinity Saga, this whole MCU saga wrapped up because I think they did a great job wrapping it up. Again, it's Endgame. It's in my top ten. It's it's not, you know, I, like I said, I think Infinity War was better. I do say this, though, like when it comes out on digital or or dvd or something i would love to see those two films back to back like granted i'll have to sit there six hours (laughs) but i'll be at home i could push pause and run to the bathroom but i think that would be amazing well let me ask you this then Mm -hmm. what if star wars sucks that's what i'm worried about so if star wars sucks and now it's like all right, Marvel ended because marvel has been holding things together for us because we know Mm -hmm. you know last jedi was not great, you know, for the most part. Um, if mm-hmm. if the rise of Skywalker sucks, now we're like, what's gonna happen? <laughs> well, the well, this this is, and again, we were talking about this, and Diana was saying she's like, I don't know if I'm really excited for Rise of Skywalker, and I'm kind of dreading it because we did a show on 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 the last on um Last Jedi, and I loved it. And I know it was really divisive. People either loved it or hated it. What I'm thinking now, especially calling it the rise of Skywalker, I'm like, I think the filmmakers or the studio heard this big backlash and heard this big division. And they're going to 
whatever idea they had, they're scrapping it and they're going to be like, well, remember when we said Ray was, was nobody? Uh, she's secretly a Skywalker. Like they're going to do that. And it's gonna, and I know there's going to be fans that are going to love it and be like, yes, I always knew it. Finally, I'm going to be like, ah, you're pandering. And, and, and I don't like, I'm kind of worried about it, but I think like we said this last time when we talked DC and Marvel, I think DC is going to start focusing on the solo films and having fun, uh, solo films, meaning not, Han Solo films, of course. Um, but, films similar to, to Solo, yeah. Yeah, but they're going to focus on, you know, they're going to do their Wonder Woman, and they're going to do an Aquaman, and they're going to do a Shazam, and they're going to, you know, the Joker film that's coming out. I'm, I'm excited to see that. I think they're going to have fun making really kind of pure comic book, comic book look and feel kind of films. So I think we're going to kind of see them rise up a bit. There's always going to be geeky stuff. There's mm-hmm. always been geeky stuff out there. I mean, yeah, the MCU is going to kind of, you know, not fade away, but, you know, they're going to kind of take a step back a bit. But there's always going to be nerdy stuff, sci-fi stuff out there. I'm not worried. <laughs> and, DC, and with DC Plus coming, I'm, I'm definitely going to get that. So there's going to be some stuff there. I think it'll be, that'll be yeah, good. I mean, I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, Disney Plus is coming out. They have a lot of great content on it. Um, you know, DC Universe, I'm watching Doom Patrol right now. It's it's a great show. I'm enjoying it. There's going to be stuff for us. I'm not worried. Good. All right. Well, you know, guys, we're back again. Uh, yep. Hopefully, uh, we'll continue doing this. It's it's hard. I mean, it's been, you know, it's, it's always rough around this time. We got... Kids going to college, kids going to school. We got things going on, but mm-hmm. but Enter the Nerd Zone is back again. We're gonna yep. we're going strong. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We're gonna be talking some wrestling stuff soon. Oh um, yeah, can't wait. We can't wait to do that. We got a couple great things going coming out. Obviously, movie wise, that we're gonna talk about. Um, and then I know that we've talked about doing some stuff. Uh, you know, we talked about the late uh, great uh, Luke Perry who passed away uh, a few months ago, and. Jay and I are big 90210 fans, so we're going to talk about that coming down oh, yeah. the line. So, uh, you know, if you haven't seen Avengers, don't listen to this. And if you're already at this point, <laughs> too you've already heard it too late. If uh, you're at this point, man, <laughs> haven't seen it, too late. Too late. But, uh, yeah, so check us out on Instagram, on Anchor, on um, iTunes, on Spotify, on everywhere else you can find us. Uh, Absolutely. A special shout out to uh, Main Street Comics at Main Street Comics on Instagram, mm-hmm. as well as at Kirby Comics um, on Instagram and as at Facebook as well. We are also on Facebook and Instagram. Yes, uh, yes where, we Jay, are. where Jay puts all this great content up for us. Um, I put content up there. Is it great? I don't know. Decide I, for yourself. You Check try, it out. You try your best. Uh, <laughs> you try. You can also find Jay and I. I'm at SOKeefe37. Jay has great content from other stuff that he does, uh, Stuff You Don't Need to Know, mm-hmm. um, all on Instagram, all at the same name, Stuff You Don't Need to Know, Defender of the Realm. Um, what else am I missing, Jay? Uh, don't forget, please check out www.brothersinarmchairs.com. Of course, that's all one word because that's going to link you up to every single podcast in the Brothers in Armchairs network. Uh, Nerd and Me, Enter the Nerd Zone, Fat Guys in Little Coats, Stuff You Don't Need to Know, and Defender of the Realm. Yep, find uh, them all there. And uh, you're doing, are you doing Games of Thrones stuff? 
Uh, no, um, nope, but I'm doing video game stuff. Over video games, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yep, video video games. Games. <laughs> Sorry, not Games of Thrones. Video games. Game something. something yeah, game, games. yeah, video, I get all that stuff confused. Yeah. I don't play a lot of video games, so I don't know a lot of things. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I know, I know to play Madden. We can talk about Madden on, Def- on Defender of the Realm, but that's about as far as I go. Um, so, <laughs> hey, that was yeah. a, That's a great series. That is a great series. So, check that stuff out. Check Absolutely. us out. Follow us uh, as as much as you want to. Also, make sure if you're in the Anaheim area, go to uh, the Lag Bar at the Lag Bar, um, and that's pretty much the gist of everything that we have done. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would have to agree with that. So look for us. Look for Jay and I. We're gonna be back again real soon, talking everything that you need to know, uh, geek and nerd. <laughs> Correct. All right, Jay. Well, you know what they say. What do they say? Same bad time. Same bat channel. We out. Avengers, assemble. I'm going to get my hammer. <laughs>